Welcome to MindShift, tools to upgrade your daily experience. Hello and welcome to MindShift. If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button to follow along for some tools and tips on how to become our best selves. Today I'm talking about limitations and the limitations that hold us back, how to overcome those limitations. Do you know what our number one limitation is? It's also our asset, one of our greatest assets, and it's our mindset. Our mindset is going to be the number one thing that will hold us back or propel us forward. And it's kind of a fascinating thing when you really think about how our own minds, our own selves are truly holding us back from the life that we can have. If we think about this, it's been said in different ways. If you think about Henry Ford talking about whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And it's been true with every single decision in your life. Anything that you have accomplished, anything you've achieved, it's because you created the mindset around it before you achieved it. It's how this process works. For me, I'm currently going to college and... I had to believe in myself enough, get my mindset right so I could go to college and accomplish the things I'm accomplishing. Our mindset is either going to propel us forward or hold us back. And we see this all the time. How many times have you talked to anybody that you're passionate about something and they just don't get it? They're just not understanding. For me, this happens all the time, especially when I'm talking about biohacking, I'm talking about diet, nutrition, all of that stuff. And there's a lot of people that just don't understand, don't get it, don't want to know. It's, it's not for them, and it's not a judgment. It's just an observation that unless they have the mindset around whatever information you're sharing they'll never understand. So I take cold showers daily. I take ice baths every every month, right? These ice baths are hard. <laughs> I mean, even for me, they're hard, even though I know what I'm getting into. I prepare myself. I do some Wim Hof breath work before, and, and it makes it a lot easier. But does it make it easy? No, not at all. And... If you ask someone to take a cold shower, <laughs> just watch how many people resist. It's one of those things that is difficult for most people. Some people can't, and that's just fine. But most people can. They just choose not to. And it's because they've never understood the benefits. They haven't cultivated the mindset for the benefits. And they haven't cultivated the mindset to be able to do that. And this is just my own personal example of what I do, but we see it all the time with everything. So it's really developing this mindset that will help us overcome any limitation that we've set on ourselves, anything that we think that we can't do. Maybe it's time to explore the reasons why we think that and just shift a little bit the mindset around it. There's another great quote that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if we want to go far go together. Now, what does this mean? I mean, I know we know it. And I think at least for myself, I've thought about going on a long trek, a long hike, right? If I'm going by myself, then I can get pretty fast up that trail, but I'm not going to go nearly as far. 
And the same thing is true in life. If we cultivate a group of people going in the same direction, we go a lot further. Now, there's another step, another key in this process, which is radical open-mindedness. Now, does it mean we have to be open-minded on every single thing? No, not at all. But what it does mean is that we ought to have a group of people around us with opposite opinions of us, (laughs) especially if they're experts in their field. The reason why is because there are is information that we just don't know. There are the ways people think that don't think like us. Now, this came from a great book called Principles by Ray Dalio, and it is such a fascinating concept, but if we really take a step back and dissect this, then we can truly understand how if we have radical open-mindedness, then we can get more information and make better decisions. I know then I'm not going to make all the right decisions all the right t- at you know all the time period but I do know that if I have a group of people around me that has opposite views as me then I'm going to go a lot further I'm going to be able to cultivate an environment where I can learn more I don't have to listen to respond. I can listen to learn. I can understand the flaws in my own thinking, the flaws in the my own way of doing things and go so much further as a result of this. We simply don't know what we don't know. And we've heard this all the time. For instance, if I was to rely on my own abilities, my own knowledge when it came to golf, I would not have learned very much because I had tried over and over and over again how to learn how to golf, and I didn't get very far. I, I would learn maybe a tiny bit and, and think I knew something, and then I'd go and try and apply it, and things went awry really quickly, <laughs> and I just didn't do well. But as soon as I started learning from people that knew how to golf, knew how to teach golf, knew all the different ins and outs of golf, then I started learning so much more. When I started cultivating an environment of people that enjoyed going to golf and enjoyed giving me some tips and pointers, then I learned a lot more. When I literally started cultivating this environment and group of people that just knew things that I didn't know, thought of things that I didn't think about, then I was able to go further within the sport of golf. So when we really truly understand that radical open-mindedness means that we need to surround ourselves with people that are not on the same page as us. You know, maybe they're arguing the opposite, the completely opposite view of us, for very good reasons. Well, then they see things that I don't. They see things that we don't. And as a result of this, we can learn and progress. We can go a lot further together and understanding all these different pieces of the puzzle and get so much further towards our goals. Success is just a byproduct of excellence and disciplines. (laughs) Think about that. Success, I think, is something that we often aim for, but success itself is such an elusive concept because it can be applied to so many different things. 
but really it's just a byproduct of excellence and discipline. Having the discipline to show up, having the discipline to do our best, and having the discipline to learn from people that are opposite of us. (laughs) Now, I'm going to massage school right now, and this directly applies to me because there are people that massage completely different from me, people that understand things that I don't. And when I cultivate their experience and integrate them into my own practice, I become better. I level up realizing that there are people out there that just do better on different subjects, different things, different styles, different ways means that we can learn and do better. We do not decide our futures. We decide our habits And those habits create the future. So if we have the discipline to be excellent in whatever we're doing, if we have the discipline to show up, show up consistently, try our best, learn, fail, do better, then we will be successful. That is literally the equation to create success. Excellence and discipline create success. What creates discipline? Habits. Habits will create our future. (laughs) Having the discipline to cultivate the habits, showing up, doing our best, all that kind of stuff means that success will become inevitable for us. And that's pretty cool, guys. I know for me, I want to be successful in every single area of my life. I want to do better. I want to become excellent in everything that I'm doing, which means that I have to have the discipline to show up and do my best. And it also means that I have have to have the discipline to cultivate an environment where people can be radically truthful with me, radically different than me, and I can learn so much more as a result of this. So what principles do you live by? This really becomes one of the ultimate questions. What principles are guiding my life? What do I do when I wake up in the morning? What do I do when I come across an obstacle? What do I do when I don't know something? Do I just kind of slug through it until I get a little better? Do I, you know, go on YouTube and look up some information? Do I ask somebody that maybe has more experience than me? This is really going to decide how you show up. The principles that we develop are the habits that we develop. The habits that we develop is going to control the amount of success we have in any area. So really having the discipline to show up, to ask the people to have more knowledge than us, even seek out that knowledge and start practicing, start applying, start showing up the best you can. And when you know better, you do better. It's really kind of a simple equation, but having the discipline to show up and and do better is really what it's all about. How do you feel about being wrong? (laughs) This is a huge one because when we understand how we feel about being wrong, then we can understand how we can do better. We can understand how to develop those habits to do better. You know, some of us hate being wrong. We think we're always right. And have you ever been around that person? It's kind of tough, huh? Because they don't truly listen. They don't truly want to show up, want to do better. They just want to be right. And what I find myself is the people that do know better usually aren't trying to engage with this person because they just let them be right. 
that's on them, right? Because it doesn't matter. They can they can be right for themselves, and that's cool. They can understand that. But if we listen to learn, if we want to do better, and we cultivate a an environment where being wrong is okay, then more people are going to show up and share their knowledge. More people are going to show up and want to help. And as a result of that, then we can all do better. We can all go further. Living bigger than yourself creates more. All that means is I don't have to always be right, <laughs> you know. And if I can do more for people, if I can be such a big example that I inspire people, then there's nothing bigger than that. Think about the greatest superheroes of all time, whatever, whether that be like you know a Marvel superhero or a real living life person. For me. This is Tony Robbins, Peter Diamandis, and Dr. David Sinclair. Why? It's because they are doing such huge things. They are helping the world out in these big, big ways, living so much bigger than themselves. And this is what creates passion. This is what creates purpose in their lives. And that is amazing. Living bigger than ourselves creates more, not only for us, but for everybody. Dr. David Sinclair, he's the one that is the longevity expert. He's been studying this stuff for, you know, 20, 30 years. And as a result, is one of the innovators of regenerative medicine. Medicine that sounds like science fiction, like growing back ligaments in days. And this is happening right now. This is something you can fly down to Panama and go get right now. That is absolutely amazing. Living bigger than yourself creates more, not only for us, but for everybody. So cultivating a space of radical transparency, truth, and open-mindedness truly creates more, truly creates more abundance for everybody. And when we actually want people to be transparent, truthful, and open-minded with us, listen to what we have to say, because I'm listening to what you have to say, then we can put more pieces to the puzzle together. We can all go further. We can all learn more. We can all grow. We can all do better. And really, when we have that space for people, then people show up with that radical transparency. They show up with that radical truth, and they have an open mind for what you're saying, too. They put what you're sane into their puzzle and vice versa. We all go further. We all live bigger than ourselves. So really cultivating a space of people that are, you know, experts in their field, but just think completely different than you is going to help you overcome so many limitations in your life. It's going to help us break glass ceiling after glass ceiling of anything that's been holding us back because we're able to see differently. We're able to see more. We're able to do more. So how are three ways to create these principles to help you overcome the limitations? Number one is write a list of what's most important to you. For me, what's most important is to inspire. I want to inspire everybody that I come across. I want to inspire people so much that my example is so big that they want to do more. That's one of my number one purposes. It's, the, it's, it's so important to me because 
I understand that the world is doing amazing things, that we do not live in a world of lack, that we are solving every single major world problem out there. As a result of this, I want to share this with everybody. I want to inspire everybody, but I want my example to be so huge that it inspires. So write a list of what's most important to you. You know, there's a great quote by Peter Diamandis that says, find something you would die for and live for it. I think that just really paints this picture so perfectly. What is most important to you? Why is it important to you? And that will give you your purpose and your passion to start living bigger than yourself and really start going for it, really started cultivating this whole experience, this whole environment to just crush through those limitations. Number two is reflect on your failures. <laughs> reflect on your fa- failures and ask yourself what went wrong and how you overcame them. This is huge because there are beautiful little nuggets of information in our failures, little lessons on how to do better. And when we understand those lessons, then we can start doing better in massive ways. When we understand what went wrong, why it went wrong, how we overcame them, how we pivoted, then we can put that into our strategy. We can put that into our strategy to bust through the next limitation. We can pivot. Of course, surrounding ourselves with people to you know get these different perspectives helps with that as well. And when they come across a problem that you've already experienced, well, because you've already wrote it down, because you've already reflected on this and you understand how you overcame it, then it becomes a strategy for someone else that is in your position or that is in the position that you were in rather. Number three is join a group or find a mentor. If you can do both, great, but cultivating that group experience is going to give you a group of people that know stuff that you don't, that has different information that you don't, that sees things differently than you do and be able to give you a better perspective on how to proceed. And I cannot stress this one enough. This one has probably been the number one resource for myself to start busting through these glass ceilings, to start leveling up to the level that I want, that I want to create, that came from me and not anybody else. I recently joined some financial groups. And the reason why is because I want to know how to invest. I want to know how to make my money make money for me instead of my time. And I want to know from the people that are already doing it how they did it, how they got there, what problems they came across. I want to go further. (laughs) And the only way to do this is to understand people that have already done it, to understand where people have failed, what things have worked for people. Then I have a roadmap of these awesome little pieces that direct me, (laughs) my strategy, to go in the direction that I want. And finding a mentor on whatever it is, you know, whatever you're wanting to cultivate, whatever you want to be excellent at, finding a mentor helps so much because there's times where we just come to a point where you're just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to change this. And having an outside perspective, someone that thinks differently than you, 
makes all the difference in the world. So again, those three principles to crush your limitations is write a list of what's most important to you. Find what you would die for and live for it. Number two, reflect on your failures and ask yourself what went wrong and how you overcame those failures. Where, where did you go off path? Why did you go off path? And what did you do once you realized you were off path? And three, join a group, find a mentor, find a like space where there's people that know different things than you know and watch how your brain changes. Watch how your limitations all of a sudden change. Watch as you bust through these glass ceilings because you're around people that are hungry for growth, hungry for excellence, and have the discipline to follow through. <laughs> so what are your limitations? What are some things that you want to overcome? And what things are you committed to cultivating in your life to help break through your glass ceilings? <laughs>